Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Kelly. I'm Court. And we are back with, I think this is the final one of the Seven Deadly Sins. I think so too. Yeah, I think we finally gotten to them all. We have not been slothful with them. We started and we have finished. We've stuck with it. You are correct. We are going to make every effort to be kid-friendly in this one. Are we? No promises. Well, we're going to try. And if we fail, we will write a notice at the beginning. I mean, in the description. (laughs) Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen. So if you are starting this, hopefully you have read the show notes. And if you haven't, you may want to do that now to see if this is child-friendly or explicit. Of course, the whole show is explicit. So if you're looking for something child-friendly, you have not clicked on our show. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's gonna be tough to be child-friendly with just one episode. No. I mean, none of our episodes are appropriate for kids. I just mean, okay you're not going to, you're not going to play these for any kids or family. My my first reaction to you saying it was going to be, it was, well, oh, (laughs) now I've got to, yeah, edit in my head before I say it before. Of course. (laughs) Well, it's just (laughs) the last one. (laughs) I know. We We were somehow schlongs. Yeah, not as long. So one, in <laughs> one only one in particular. There, there was a reason. There was a good reason for that song. There was a the very end. good reason. Yes, I don't mean the last uh, episode that we you brought up Schlong in that one, but I, I mean the last it. Seven Deadly Sin episode. Yeah, that was exactly. supposed to be because we had supposedly watched a child-friendly film, but right, yeah. But the episode turned out completely opposite. Completely derailed. So Mm -hmm. we've already become child-friendly here. Yeah. Yeah. So, but first, before we get to our pick for this week for Slaw, how I've been trying not to procrastinate, but still I'm procrastinating. And the thing that gives me joy that probably shouldn't is watching an episode of Below Deck where a particular chef is fired. Mm. I could oh. watch that over and over again. It's wonderful. He must have deserved it. Absolutely. So he mm-hmm. wasn't quiet fired. He was outright fired. Oh, yeah. Was he quiet quitting, which is why he was outright fired? Uh, no, not quietly at all. Okay. No. <laughs> no he he was performing at minimum standards and below minimum standards and he knew he what he was doing well there you go yeah he had it coming mm-hmm. he had it coming <laughs> leave it there yeah <laughs> so court what have you been watching this week oh wow on apple tv plus we had briefly talked about the fact that this mini series was coming out. I can't remember. It's like the, it's based on true events after Katrina hit or during yeah, Katrina. Five days. Five at days at Memorial. Yes. 
so I, I actually binged almost all the episodes. I think I have one more left from like a drop Friday, but I missed it. So I, I did watch that. I got angry a lot. And um, I went and looked up the true story to see how much of it was. At. I, I wanted to see who did the thing. I haven't looked thing. it up yet. I've decided I don't want to know yet. I want the series to tell or limited series to tell me. Wow, I made it through almost all the episodes in one sitting. But it's and not then, done yet. I know, but I needed to know. I've done and that I was before. especially, yeah, I was especially angry because like I got to the point of where, all right, so I'll, can I say? Sure. I'm not going to say who. So Spoiler patients were euthanized. Oh, the patients yeah. that they could not evacuate, mm-hmm. um, they were euthanized. And I needed to know what happened to the people responsible for them being euthanized. Mm-hmm. So I went and looked that up. It was, it's a really great series. Uh, very emotional. It takes you back to that time because uh, they, they mix in like real footage with the show itself. So it was like, it's really well done. And of course you come to care for so many of the characters and you, you want everybody to make it. Yeah. And of course we know how it goes. You know, everybody wasn't going to make it anyway. Yeah. So um, what did happen I to the people recommend. who made those decisions? No, no, no. I'll, I'll tell you. I off, don't want to know. Offline. I want the show to tell yeah. me and then I'll look it up. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. know yet. Yeah. And I actually have mixed feelings about the whole thing because they, I mean, considering they had to go up all those flights of yes. stairs to get to the helipad, the mm-hmm. boats didn't come until the last minute. And that mm-hmm. guy who forced them to evacuate in like five mm-hmm. hours and yeah. wouldn't come back yeah. and didn't bring anything to help. He was the terrible one or that organization was the terrible one. Yeah. Honestly, that's why I have mixed feelings about euthanizing the patients. They were not going to be able to get out. Yeah. And I also have mixed feelings about the fact that they got the sickest patients out first. I don't think that that was the best plan. I think they had no plan. Right. I don't think that was the best decision. And I may sound yeah. cold hearted about it, but I think that you needed to get out the people like that other guy said when he yeah. did the armbands, you get yeah. out first, the people who can get out on their own. And that's crazy. Like, I'll, I'll spoil this a little bit of it, but it's crazy that he's the one who told them like, cause even like, we know this because of the pandemic, like if you're, if you're going to be able to survive, they're going to take care of you first. Yeah. But like, he only came in there because he was going to steal from them, but yeah. he imparted that information to them, which was very valuable. I was upset about the euthanization because it's just it, the whole thing was upsetting. Yeah. But like you said, they likely weren't make it, weren't going to make it, especially the young lady's mom yes. who was already deathly ill. Yeah. I was very upset about the one guy because they, they said most oh. of the people in life care were terminal, but that I was so sad because he was like, yeah. well, you say you aren't going to leave me. And like, that was oh, terrible. They, they completely left the life care patients out, which I, I very much like when they were at the company making jokes and everything and trying to figure out what they were going to do like they were saving their bottom line because they could have hired helicopters from another state to take them elsewhere earlier before it got as bad as it did and we're not spoiling everything you guys know that Katrina was horrible y'all know people were left to die and this was just showing you like they were really left to die and starve and without water it was really sad Nobody brought them supplies. And even that couple who 
came in on the boats. Yeah. They didn't bring supplies. Yeah. And they didn't come back. And, and that's who I thought when the police showed up, that's who I thought it was. I was like, finally, because they were working with the police department or not the, the fire department. Yeah. It's like, oh, finally they brought like, um, you know, reinforcements and they're going to get more of these people out because they only came with the two boats because that's all they had. Yep. Just um, for that so, one person. And that was sad. And of course, the security guard left. Oh. He, he was like survival of the fittest at that point in time. Yep. He, he, he didn't want to die. Yep. No. Oh my God. And I was also upset. The whole thing was just upsetting. When the first helicopter finally did make it and they were, they're trying to figure out who to get out first. I'm glad they got the babies out first. But when he came back, he was like, well, what took you so long? You don't know what he just had to go through to get this baby upstairs. And the baby had been in the incubator. So calm down. And I'm sorry, but that's also why their procedure for getting people out was silly. All that time and the whole helicopter for one incredibly, not, I don't know if it was sick, but neonate in an incubator, they could have gotten like three other people out of there who could have gone up the stairs on their own. Yeah. So they got out one neonate and a nurse. And no, and Kelly, they couldn't have gotten three people out because they said we're only taking one. That's what they told them. Okay. Okay. Wow. I forgot. So, and they did take the sickest baby. Okay. They did. And they took the sickest baby and a nurse because, of course, the nurse had right. to hold the baby. Mm-hmm. And the sickest baby was closest to death, in other words. So, instead of saving a sick baby who had a better chance of survival, they took the sickest baby who had the greatest chance of dying. Hmm. And I'm not upset about that because I think all the babies made it out. <laughs> Okay. that's all I want oh, they got the, all the babies and the children out first and maybe the pregnant sure. women too they evacuated them first I'm cool. not upset about that and this is upsetting conversation <laughs> yeah because I don't I like, sound uh, cold I sound cold no 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 it. and it's not that I you just sound have cold. I guess it's just sort of an ev- evolutionary perspective about it yeah survival where, of the fittest well not so much fittest but or if you define fittest by this is what sounds cold. Evolutionarily, it should be the ones who are most likely to reproduce. So it should be young, healthy people. The sickest babies don't count. So pregnant mothers, for sure. And, you know, young, healthy people. I think probably a lot of hospitals now, you know, maybe they have that in their procedures in their emergency they procedures absolutely do. who is they absolutely do because you know, we, we heard that evacuation yeah i was gonna say we, we heard that during the pandemic like they said that this yeah. is their procedure for treatment yeah triage so who has the greatest chance of yeah. survival and you don't give yeah. a kidney or a lung to someone who does not have a higher chance of survival yeah okay onward <laughs> Sorry to be a downer, (laughs) but Kelly, did you watch it? Yeah. Kelly, did you watch anything a little more uplifting? Uh, It's not really uplifting, but I finished the season finale of surface on Apple TV plus Google Mm -hmm. and Batha raw. So it was pretty good. Not like their top show, but I enjoyed it. And it leads into a season two. I haven't looked to make sure that it has been renewed, but 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely intriguing. Yeah. You start yeah. out thinking one thing and then move into another and you end with yet another. So it's enjoyable. Okay. Well, I'd been watching The Resort week mm-hmm. to week on, on Peacock yeah. and mm-hmm. the season finale was posted last week and I watched that and cool. I wasn't expecting that and I don't know how I feel about it yet. So, mm. hmm, yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. Oh, did y'all start the Rings of Power, Lord of the Rings on yes. Amazon Prime? I yeah. did too. I haven't finished the first episode yet, but it is beautiful. Very beautiful. And y'all see um, young Ned Stark, hmm. the dude who played young Ned Stark. He is Elrond. Oh, is that who that is? Okay. Yeah. And the dude who is briefly in it, I haven't finished, so I don't know if he's in it more. The High King of the Elves. He's mm-hmm. Zeke in Shimmer Lake. <laughs> Oh yeah, he is in it more. Okay, cool. You're making all the connections. <laughs> I'm like, I recognize that dude. I just yeah. saw him. Where? Mm-hmm. So yeah. IMDb. Excellent. Okay, but it is beautiful. I highly recommend it. And I've only seen like the Lord of the Rings movies maybe one time through. I own them, oh. but I haven't watched them one more than one time through. Same with The Hobbit. Like I keep telling myself. I'm going to sit down and watch it, but it's so many hours. Yeah, but Lee <laughs> Pace. I know Lee Pace. I've seen him in so many other things too, but I'll go oh back God. and watch. Like once this ends, I will go back. We should do that. We should have okay. a Lord of the Rings discussion. Ooh, um, but like, yeah, we should. Cause sitting like going back from our discussion last week, where we were trying to figure out like the mythos behind elves and like, how they live and die. Oh, trolls, like, trolls, 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 yeah. trolls, trolls. Like we would know this if we watched these movies more. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Or Wouldn't have to call Pat books. all the time. Yeah. I mean, I read Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, but it like decades, you know, middle school, yeah. high school. I think yeah. Hobbit was fifth grade. And so, yeah, I, I'm totally fine. Like I've read a few people critiquing these first two episodes because they are Mm -hmm. devout book readers i'm like yeah no i'm fine just watching yeah like i I learned a long time ago to leave my book loads at the door and even previous versions if i'm watching a reboot i'm leaving that at the door i'm just going to take this in for what it is because sometimes (laughs) you'll be very disappointed there have been very rare times where i've been oh my god this is even much better than the book yeah not rare it's rare not game of thrones i thought was other than it, it's well, we among the less. rare I it was much yes and leftovers much yeah. better among the rare yeah okay I, I, I had my heart broken way too many times kelly okay. true <laughs> i read a lot yeah true this is true <laughs> speaking of the leftovers it is time to start the rewatch yeah. I'm ready. Yay. Oh, so I did go to the movies. Did y'all do that $3 cinema thing? Like they had cinema day yesterday, oh, um, $3. I, I didn't go yesterday. I went the day before. I saw Jaws in IMAX. Oh and, my gosh. Oh my. It's like watching wow. that movie like all brand new because you know me. I, I watch stuff over and over again, especially if I love it. And it's one of my comfort movies. So I've seen it dozens of times. But this time watching it, 
I felt like I was seeing things that I'd never seen before. Like some of the little smaller moments, all the lines that gets repeated. And I did repeat them to myself in the movie <laughs> theater. But like just small things that you don't notice before. Like the large bite out of Ben's boat. Mm. Ben Gardner's boat. I've seen that before. Actually, I turned the movie on again when I got home just to see if there was new footage that had been added yeah. in to the movie theater version. But it was, and it was in there. All the little stuff was in there. I just, it's little stuff that you don't pay attention to unless it's on a big IMAX screen and just so That's beautiful. Yeah. Like it's, this movie is so old and it withstands the test of time. It's just amazing. I love mm-hmm. it so much. And Quint's mm-hmm. speech is even more epic in IMAX. Like, I want to see it again. Awesome. Yeah, that movie is 47 years old now. It is. Perfect. We are going to have to have a huge celebration of so, its 50th. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure there will be. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I mean, theaters too. again. Yeah. We need to go ahead and work on that content calendar for oh, gosh. 2025. <laughs> for three years. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. We got to watch it in the water. Like, I don't know, you guys might know where they do this, but there is a a theater or they play it somewhere on a beach and people are in the water while they're watching it. I don't know where it is, but they do it. That's like even more terrifying. It's like, you know, you're floating (laughs) on the water in your little pool toy or whatever. But since it's on a beach at the ocean, instead of like in a swimming pool, then, you yeah. know, at least you have a little faux safety there in the swimming well, yeah. pool. <laughs> okay. In the swimming pool. Yes. There's safety. Yeah. I thought you were going to say it, there's faux safety on the beach. Hardly. No. Yeah. No, I, I was watching Chrissy swimming in like the deep waters and thinking of us. And I was like, yeah, me and Susan, and we're not going out that far. <laughs> right. I am yeah, so glad you didn't watch this before Turks and Caicos. I know. Me too. I remember that <laughs> snorkeling thing. Oh, well, we jumped in the water. Yeah. Remember when we jumped off a boat and swam to the back and got back on the boat (laughs) there for a minute until I started having visions of Jaws. I did then swim back. No, I actually, I swam back once, like my head started, I I got tired and like the water started getting to my little thing, the mouthpiece. And I was like, okay, that's enough. That's when I swam back. But I, I tried, I didn't get far, but I tried. And he was like, don't you want to go over there? No. (laughs) I want to, but I just can't. (laughs) So like, we'll do it again. Yeah. Like for our next trip, like we'll go somewhere that has a nice reef and we'll protect the reef because Kelly says it's beautiful. We're not supposed to kick it with our fence. I did not kick it. I protected the reef, Kelly. I did. I didn't touch it. Right. And wear reef safe sunscreen, all those things. And I think the reef safe one was the one that, makes your skin look gray. I think. Oh no, mine was reef safe. Yeah. Black girl sunscreen. Oh yeah. I'll get that one. Yeah. 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 Okay. I love it. Yeah. See? And we are very much on brand for Wally. We're trying to save the world too. Yeah. As much as we yeah. can. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so. before we get into Wally, there's a movie I want y'all to watch and like Peacock is amazing. It's not Apple TV Plus, but it's doing some things. So y'all check it out. It's um, slowly getting in there. Yeah, it is. But Honk for Jesus, Save Your oh, Soul. Yeah. <laughs> yes. With Regina Hall and Sterling K. Brown. It's like a mock, you got to watch it, Kelly. It's, 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 you go in thinking it's a straight comedy. It's like this mockumentary about like this first lady of a church, of a mega church. 
and her husband, who has done some things, and they're trying to, you know, get back what they had before. And that's all I'm saying. It's it's supposed to be a comedy. I'm just gonna tell you, it's it a little dark, a lot dark. But I laughed. I laughed a lot. And some parts I didn't laugh because. Okay. So highly recommend. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Well, let's jump into Wally now. It was on Disney Plus, and oh. it illustrates our theme of sloth this week yeah. or the final of the seven deadly sin well no we do have one more we have one more yeah i'm looking oh. at the calendar now yes we have pride in october uh so the speaking last of, one. of pride real quick my son just started watching breaking bad Ooh. Oh. he's in season two and he was just complaining about walt rejecting Elliot and Gretchen's offer to come work for their company. Yeah. And he was just fussing about Walt is so his word prideful Mm -hmm. that he would reject their offer and think that he would do better making meth, making and selling meth and never get caught. Mm -hmm. And he even thought that the writers shouldn't have done that. And I said, no, it, the writers were totally right in doing it because it's the perfect illustration of his egotism and pride. Mm-hmm. And I said, it was stupid of Walt. I totally agree, but it was not stupid of the writers. So we were talking about it for a while. And he said, he already knows a lot of things that oh, happen yeah. because, you know, you just do but mm-hmm. he's watching it because he knows that the writing is so great and the shooting is so great. Mm-hmm. And he actually doesn't know how it turns out for Walt at the very end. Okay. Yeah. 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 And so then when he's done with that, then you have him with El Camino and Better Call Saul. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. For sure. Nice. And I, <laughs> and I asked last night for dinner, well, do you want to watch your next episode with me? It's like, no, I really don't like watching shows with people. Oh, well, we'll find <laughs> Kelly, do you talk his ear off during the Hardly. Okay. And, and he said, like, he likes to make jokes. And I mm-hmm. said, I've seen this a few times. I think just, yeah, twice. I said, so I'm fine with your making jokes about it. Now, the leftovers yeah. would be different. You know, I don't think I could watch that with you. Mm-hmm. But if he's going to joke. Yeah, I do not yeah. want anyone joking while I'm watching that. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But this, and he said, no, I, I could watch with my friends so we could joke. But like, wow, dude. <laughs> well, when I was watching a couple episodes of Breaking Bad, when, this was years ago, with, with somebody who hadn't seen it before. And I was one of those annoying people because I was making comments and I'm like, Susan, shut up. I just couldn't (laughs) because I love the show. I like to talk about it. And so I was saying, well, you know, this and explaining some behind the scenes stuff and like, and thinking to myself, Susan, Susan, shut up, shut up, shut up. No, I would not do that. I know. I, I would be tempted if it were the leftovers, but I wouldn't. I would want to let it unfold on its own for yeah, the person for experiencing exactly. it for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I was just too excited about it. So, yeah. 
So you got to watch with people who've seen a couple of times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So Wally. Wally. So I suggested it for sloth, obviously because of the people on the spaceship, never getting out of their chairs mm-hmm. and being tied to their screens we learn from Mary that they aren't even aware that they have a pool. They don't mm-hmm. walk. They live in their chairs. I don't know how they go to the bathroom. We're not even supposed it's, to worry about it. Yeah. That. It's all incorporated into that magic chair. I think so. Yeah. I think so. And, and the suits. Mm-hmm, true. Probably. They, the only food they eat are the, you know, meals in a cup. So it's all liquid and, uh, which is understandable. I mean, what else? I mean, it's probably soil and grain. Yeah. 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 Cause where would they get the nutrients? Right? right. Right. I mean, the robots are making everything. Yeah. And there's no plants on the ship. No. So everything is synthetic. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Everything. So it's like a snow piercer kind of thing that they're mm-hmm. eating in mm-hmm. liquid form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we're not supposed mm-hmm. to think about that because it's yeah. a kid's movie, but some of us can't help it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so- <laughs> yeah. and well, and, and also at the end, it's like, well, if they've been in these recliners and stuff for all their lives, how are they able to just walk off the ship? Yeah. They, they don't know they how can't. to walk. I know. Yeah. It's okay. It's a kid's movie. So it's not their fault. None of this is. Mm-mm. None Mm-mm. Of it. So no. to be fair, it's not really sloth. It's that's all they know. In some ways, they don't have a choice because this is all they're told. It's all they've been raised by the machines to do. Mm-hmm. And it's easier. Yep. Keep them like cattle. And there's no mutiny. There's no questioning. They're just compliant and submissive and everything stays easy. Mm-hmm. So totally understandable. I'm sure we could have found something else that's, that was true sloth. But I liked this one because I think it also hints that the problems on earth were also in part a result of sloth. Mm-hmm. that we were too lazy to figure out or to act on solutions that could have prevented those building skyscraper high piles of trash. And I mean, that's all they showed, but we know all the other problems and, you know, where'd the oceans go? I mean, we saw yeah. that there was no water anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, a really nice message about it is that once these people in the chairs got literally physically knocked into seeing that, whoa, there are other people and there's a swimming pool and there's this robot that doesn't look like any other robot around. Like, wait a minute. There's, there really are other things here and life is kind of cool. Yeah. I love the awakening of their curiosity with the one couple who they meet each other and they meet Wally and they build this friendship with each other and they're playing in the pool at one point in time. And of course there's the captain who he's just, you know, drinking in all this knowledge after he figures out, Hey, manual read to me. And like, he figures out, he has to really turn the page 
dancing with his fingers <laughs> and then he's learning all these different things like farming oh what's dancing oh tell me about this is it, it's bedtime oh i'm not ready for bed like tell me more i love like that despite everything that's happened like our curiosity will always push us hopefully to do the right thing yeah like just uh just a nudge like yeah. I, to me it's saying that humans are naturally curious and yeah. it's when we're asleep or zombified, that's when sloth takes over. And if we can get a nudge to wake us up and see that there are things out there to be curious about, mm -hmm. then we do start to become curious. So then does the zombie genre then fall under <laughs> the sloth umbrella? Sloth, maybe. That'd be an interesting new way to look at it. Mm-hmm. They're just uh, they, they work hard for their, they work hard for their food. <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah, but they just kind of wander around and mm -hmm. whatever until they hear something. Depending uh, on which one we're talking about. Right. Depending on the <laughs> universe. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them are sentient. Some of them are fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you know, I found the experience of watching this part of it was kind of like watching a movie with subtitles mm -hmm. because you have to watch to follow what's going on. There's no dialogue right. in yeah. much of the movie. Yeah. You cannot multitask. Right. So I found that difficult because I needed to multitask. Yeah. <laughs> and she's so it. sweet, you know, where yeah. at the beginning or for most of the film, it's the robots who have the most personality and feeling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So beautiful. Yeah. Like I hadn't seen this one before. And I, I, really? I was like, I was, I hadn't. This was my first time seeing it through. Don't ask me why. As I was watching him doing his thing on the planet and like loving old movies like I do. And I was like, where's the sloth part? And then I was like, where are the people? And as soon as they popped up, okay, there's the sloth part. And like, this was like from the video, the initial video that was shown telling you where the people went. I was like, okay, so somehow they got slothful. And then when we see how slothful they did get, I was like, okay, yep, that makes total sense. And like you said, it wasn't their fault. Like this was cultivated, what was it, 700 years? Yes. Mm -hmm. And okay. when, when someone said the number of days that it had been, I typed it into mm -hmm. my calculator real quick <laughs> and did the math and it was yeah. 700 point blah, blah days. Yeah. It was wow. like exact. Yeah. I mean, years, not years, 700 years. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was wondering if, what was it called? The computer. Second in command. By Sigourney Weaver. Autopilot. Auto. Yeah. Auto. Auto. I was, okay. I was wondering like if that was going to turn into a Cylon situation where they've been keeping them as chief and compliant because they're taking, they took everything over anyway and they wanted to run things because humans, you know, humans kind of suck a little bit sometimes when they're in charge uh look what they did to the planet uh but it didn't turn out to be that situation like auto was programmed to do this as a fail safe because you know they said cleaning up the planet would never work like nothing could ever live there again yeah. so that they made it make sense too yeah i did find it you know kind of matrixy you know <laughs> like yeah it's like hmm, like you said who's really in charge and yeah. It's like, is there an underground group of people that, you know, walk around or whatever? 
<laughs> or, or, and are not just riding in these chairs and yeah, where's you know, Neo more right, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah how do the the machines power themselves you know is there there's some kind of magic reactor mm-hmm. on the on the ship that yeah. gives them unlimited power so yeah. it's like don't think about it too hard yeah yeah <laughs> sure yeah yeah um, and uh, mm-hmm. totally auto could have been like the master of the matrix but yeah. it was just its prime directive or they didn't say prime but you know directive yeah. Yeah. trying to protect the people yeah i had questions was it mary was it mary yeah. John and Mary, like when they touched hands, I was like, oh, they don't even touch each other. They are not even aware of each other. How do they reproduce? <laughs> it's all in the, yeah, like incubators. Right. Okay. Right. okay. Yeah. No, there's no fucking. And there's our child safety. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Out the window. Yeah, yeah. There's no fucking. And now there is. Thank you, Wally. <laughs> <laughs> They just have to figure out, you know, they have to look it up in the book. Yes. Say, Wait, what yeah. do we do? How do we they make more even, of they, these? Right. They probably don't even know. No. No, they don't. Yeah. They're so innocent. And of course, all they have is old movies. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So they, they will be work? innocent. They'll be dancing and singing, you know. Oh, so life will be one big musical. True. <laughs> but I mean, like, what are they what is the entertainment that's fed to them? It looks like it's just going yeah. to the beauty parlor. And commercials. and yeah, yeah, commercials and the beauty parlor. Because clearly they're not being given movies and t- even old movies and TV right. shows because yeah. that would lead to questioning and rebellion. Footloose. Sense of self. <laughs> so I'm imagining that like they started out with those things because can yeah. you imagine... Our getting on a spaceship and, and being told, nope, you may not watch The Leftovers. What? <laughs> or Breaking Bad or even Wally or anything. It's like, no, yeah. I ain't going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if we didn't have all these streaming services and everything, when it's like, sorry, guys, you can't go to work. You can't yeah. go out. You can't, you know. Yeah. You just, just got to stay there. home. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you do for work. entertainment? Like books and no. If yeah. they just said no, no to like, I don't read. What? But <laughs> yeah. Like we're so our minds are so creative. Like if they yeah. if that stuff doesn't exist, we're gonna create it. We're gonna have right. plays and we but, had oral oral storytelling right. before we had all this stuff. Right. Yeah. And so, a lot of that resurfaced during the lockdowns and yeah. everything. Yeah. So I could see though that they would you'd start out on that five-year space five-year preservation yeah the five-year mission (laughs) with all of that and then they would over the machines would over time weed it out to make Mm -hmm. it more compliant and then eventually when you're just in the chairs you're not walking around you're not touching people you're no longer aware of other people except on your screen you've gotten a more art or entertainment and it's all like you said ads and beauty parlor yeah then you just are cattle Mm -hmm. yeah 
Um, I like that we saw the um, portraits of the different captains because mm-hmm. it, it did show the evolution right, the physical of, and their changes. Progression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's like, how would you know to create art or write a book if you don't even know what art or a book is? Yeah. How would you know that, how would you mm-hmm. think about improving things if you don't even know? I think it, it would be something you just feel this, I agree. something's missing I agree. and you have this pull towards like I feel like I don't know what this is but mm-hmm. I want to draw something you know yeah not even they don't even have that vocabulary right so I think that would just be a mess of depressed people mentally yeah. ill people and then well, we don't know what the machines do with those people. I, I'm sure They're there's some kind of green first before anyone yeah, else. Soil and green all- and antidepressant in the yeah whatever that they're drinking yeah yeah so they're just all compliant mary and john seem quote healthy mentally and i'm sure other people are just really zombified and it'll really it'll yeah it'll really come out now that their environment has changed you know well they're gonna have to keep living on the ship oh yeah yeah while they fix up the yeah because they don't know how to do anything yet and there isn't anything to eat it's all in the book but you know well kelly there might be things to eat because as the movie was ending we saw all that greenery so like let's come back somewhat yeah but they're gonna have to make crops and oh yeah it's not enough yeah yeah and and those are all the people all the humans left ever there had to be several ships we just didn't one with the one yeah okay because i thought that there were more ships than just the axiom yeah thought i heard something like that at some point mm-hmm. okay cool so maybe they will not that maybe the the kids there i you know they'll they'll adapt the easiest mm-hmm to the yeah. new new, world. new life new world yeah. yeah but then it's like how much well we saw the graphic of how much evolution the bodies have gone through but i don't know i mean 700 years it, it, it wouldn't evolution. have changed that much no no yeah. there mm-hmm. wouldn't be actual physical evolution it would just you know just cultural <laughs> so yeah mm-hmm cultural evolution can change very quickly obviously mm-hmm. mm, yeah just a few years lots of different opinions mm. <laughs> yeah so and watching this did you guys ever watch short circuit do you remember that movie mm, the movies yes. from the 80s mm-hmm. like why did he look like johnny number five like they never said anything he looked like that and then he kind of looked like et you know he it was kind of all of that it's just standard, yeah, friendly, dopey, he robot dopey. alien thing. Like, why are you making all this mess, sir? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have order. <laughs> and how about Mo? Oh my gosh, Mo was so stinking adorable. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> clean. <laughs> <laughs> and then he finally got everything clean at the end, and he just sits there, Mo. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. That was not it in, at all. No. And and so many of the robots were on Eve and Wally's side. 
mm-hmm. you know, when they all gathered together and mm-hmm. helped get the plant inside the container and came out to root on Wally. Yeah. So there was back. a little, the you know, robot insurrection rather mm-hmm. than the human insurrection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And really it was just the security robots that were listening to Autumn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cause you know, they could keep everybody else in line. So mm-hmm. yeah. I did have mixed feelings about killing those robots. Mm. Well, or reprogramming them. Oh, but the robot, the robot insurrection or re- revolution. I'm gonna call it the revolution. revolution. Okay. Yeah. Robot well, revolution. Yeah. They killed those security robots. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess some can't programmed. Is that what they're saying? I guess. Oh no. I mean, because that's I, yeah, that's like a bad message to send, you know. It's yeah, like, when you've anthropomorphized, yes, mm-hmm. you've anthropomorphized all of these robots. Mm-hmm. They have personalities, they're like people. I mean, they're saying yep. from the very first scene that Wally is a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you go kill the security robots. Are they not people too? Right. Mm-hmm. And if they're not, sure. how do you make that distinction? Right. right. It's like only the ones that act like Wally. Right. Only the friendly ones are people mm-hmm. and the unfriendly right. ones are not. Mm-mm. No. Uncool. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So is it time to remake Wally? No. Not remake. I'd take a sequel. I want to see uh, how well they've done oh, with the planet or another mm-hmm. ship. Let's see the other ship. Did they come oh, back? Yeah. Once Axiom has, you know, set up a little community there, mm-hmm. start contacting the other ships and bringing them in. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Helping the other humans reassimilate or recolonize. <laughs> that was a little, you know, it's like, ooh, I don't know, maybe a different choice of words now, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what they're doing. Has someone on the Axiom figured out how to make new parts for Wally? Because he's totally going to run out of spare parts on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm sure they have. Right. Because they had to maintain all the robots on Axiom for 700 years. Yeah. I'm sure that included building new ones. Yeah. And he'll just get upgrades. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like a mini version of the huge ones in the trash area. Mm-hmm. So yeah. probably the same parts, just in miniature. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were like twinsies. Oh, <laughs> it's like, are you my parent? Yeah. <laughs> Big brother. So yeah, this was a fun one. Mm-hmm. It is. It was. Right now, before we sign off, I have a question for both of you. Mm. Kelly, Uh-oh. do you know who Meg the Stallion is? Megan the Stallion. Yes. Yeah. She's okay. a singer. How would yeah. I not? Yeah. So, something happened on She-Hulk and people were like, wait a minute, who is this? And I was like, I had to check with my friend Kelly to make sure she knows who Megan yes. the Stallion is. I even, okay. <laughs> I even make reference to her in my book. Oh, okay. Cool. My podcasting yeah. book. Yeah. Tell us more about when... your book. Where can we find it? Yeah. <laughs> Why on Amazon? No, in the podcast launch playbook, when I talk about 
and I talk about this in my course too, I use her as an example, along with some other huge musicians and bands, just saying when you're picking out music for your podcast, you can't use Megan, the stallion, Billie Eilish, Radiohead, or Bob, (laughs) your neighbor without getting express written permission and usually paying for it. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I'll have to send you a clip. There's something very awesome that happened in the most recent She-Hulk episode. Some people didn't think it was very awesome, but I did. I loved it. And Tatiana Maslany, there's this behind the scenes photo I'll also share with you. So you can, you know, see the scene and then see what she looked like. Cause you know, she plays the Hulk. So she's in her mocap get up so that you can yeah. see she Hulk on the screen. Cool. But yeah. Nice. All right, cool. All right. I love my friends. My friends awesome. <laughs> I do Thing not so know every popular singer band at all, but I do well, know making. She's an song. important one. That's yes. good. I cannot say that I recognize her music. Now I have, uh, I mean, speaking of new music, I do have Beyonce's Renaissance. Fabulous. Oh my God. Cover to cover multiple yeah. times. So good. Cool. Well, next week we are doing one and done Heathers. Yeah. Not the movie, the series. Yes. And if series. you can't get to the series, I'll watch the movie too, just because mm-hmm. why not? Christian Slater. Come on and like i said there's okay i was wrong at the beginning there's one more seven deadly sins next month and that is pride we're watching the movie pride i've never seen it so so good yeah and bernie mac is in it so yay (gasps) oh no i haven't seen it either okay cool i'm looking forward to that so Until next time, everybody, geek on.